Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. She wanted sound effects, everybody. <laughs> what was that? She wanted sound effects, <laughs> and y'all heard it before she did. <laughs> I, I heard it slightly through George's headphones. What? <laughs> she said she wanted sound effects, so I just front-loaded them all. Yeah. <laughs> put all the sound effects together. I said sound effects, not like changing the intro music. No, never, never. I or, just front-loaded the sound effects. All right, all right. A little woof-woof here, a little boat here, a little true-true there. I don't know what you're saying. Season four, episode 11, here we are. Wow. See? That's what you get. For sticking around, friends. You're like, eh, I'm done after episode 10. That's long enough for a season. Mm-hmm. No, but if you stick around, you get silly music, too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kids these days, they don't even know what calling 411 even is anymore, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to give you the 411 about boring-ass fights last week. I mean, let's be fair. We didn't watch most of them. That's true. <laughs> um, so last week was UFC Fight Night, Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland. Um, you know, we, we we had positive things to tell you all to look forward to. However, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Night. Um, Derek Brunson won the decision after five rounds. We watched like... A little bit of it live and then tried to go back and watch it knowing it went five rounds of decision. And you know what it was, babe? Tell me. It was WrestleFuck City. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's, babe, you're right. You finally got it. I got, I got right? it, yeah, right? He straight up WrestleFucked him. Derek Brunson WrestleFucked Kevin Holland and Kevin Holland knew he couldn't be on WrestleFuck. <laughs> so the other fight we told you to look out for that we were actually really excited for was Gregor Gillespie versus Brad Riddell. That got canceled. We also <laughs> Insert told sound you, effect there. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Tied to Avasa versus Dante Mays. We told you to look out for tied to Avasa one, which was really exciting. He sort of needed another win. But Dante Mays had to pull out, so Ty's last-minute opponent <laughs> was called Henry Hunsucker. It's a good name. That's such a good name. Talk about your Bilal Muhammad's and Benil Dariush's fucking Henry Hunsu- H- Hunsucker coming in hot. <laughs> First grade must have been rough for HH. Oh, my God. Poor guy. Marion Renault. Uh, fought Macy Chasson and Macy won. Hurrah. Let's and go. And we didn't know about this last week, but I think it's still worth telling you all mm-hmm. because there was a husband and wife duo who fought on a Bellator card. And I remember us talking about it because we also told you that the husband lost, but the wife won. Holla. So there was another husband and wife duo on the same card for the UFC and I believe this is the first time ever that happened with the wow. UFC it was JP and Cheyenne buys unfortunately they both lost but 
so cool that they fought on the same card. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how, how did they feel after? Were they both sad? Were they both comforting each other? You, were they were they laughing? Were they were they kind of like, haha, we we're both losers, but we still have each other. You know? Well, JP was on the prelims, and Cheyenne was the third fight from the top on the main card. So they didn't like interact that I saw immediately after. Mm. But I'm pretty sure they were not throwing a party about their losses. <laughs> Thanks for checking in. <laughs> Sideline reports by... Uh... <laughs> by fucking no one because they are nobodies. But this week, there are some somebodies. Oh yeah. This week is UFC 260. So... You know by now, if there's numbers, it's a pay-per-view. That means you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing pay-per-view this weekend with two title fights. It was supposed to be three, and we told you that there's often the curse of three. But now I think it's it's long past that. Like They've successfully had a bunch of events with three title yeah. fights. But still, this is an example of one of them popping off because Volkanovski oh, versus Ortega. Oh, but actually, Ortega. maybe I'm a liar with those notes. Who knows? Yeah, know? I think you are a liar. Yeah, but because there's only one Which title fight. <laughs> so yeah, if there's two title fights, it's even worse. <laughs> no, there's only one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so starting from the early prelims to the main card, we got uh, of note. Let's see what's of note. Jillian Robertson versus Miranda Maverick. You remember Miranda Maverick because she has an awesome name, although Jillian Robertson is a great name too. Uh, but she's also a PhD candidate, so super smart. Uh, Modestus Bukowskis, uh, disappointed disappointingly Lithuanian, not Greek. Bomber. But uh, still still a good guy. He seems like a pretty good guy. I think his dad is his coach, if I remember correctly. Mm. And uh, I got nothing but love for the Lithuanian people, to be honest. Um, and then three fights start at 8 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, this last one has two good guys, William Knight versus Alonzo Menfield. Tell him, babe, about how two good guys they are. They're both good guys. All right. <laughs> William Knight I spoke about once before because I was listening to him being interviewed on a podcast. And one, he just sounded like such a nice guy. Two, just like such a fucking kid. Like he's like oh, yeah. still in his mentality of like trying to prove to the world that he can do it, you know, like, but in a very sweet, young way. Mm-hmm. And he just, the way he spoke reminded me so much of George's brother. And I'm like, oh, William Knight is so cute. Like, so I'm listening to him picturing George's brother, but then I Googled him and he does not look like George's brother. And it was really fun to just have such a wrong idea in my head Mm -hmm. the good old mismatch the good old mismatch and then alonzo menafield is just a good guy sorry go ahead all right uh and it looks like it's a pretty good pay-per-view overall sean o'malley is fighting thomas almeida you know that i was on the thomas almeida uh bandwagon and i was a big fan of him and he's uh lost quite a few after going like 21 and 0 So uh, I got to root for him over Sean O'Malley. You do. Of course you do. I do. I really do. Although uh, everybody loves Sean O'Malley apparently, except not really so much anymore. Uh, Hype train's been derailed a little bit, huh? Uh, Maybe. We'll talk more about all of those picks later all right tyron woodley's fighting vicente luque you guys know we've been saying talk about vicente luque since the beginning of this freaking podcast so there you go and Stipe miocic is fighting francis and for the heavyweight championship Ooh. top three top three <laughs> 
Give it to the people, babe. Oh my gosh, I get to kick off the top three. Number one in our top three is so silly because we both went to sleep one night and then the next morning all hell broke loose with the UFC announcing fights. Damn living on the East Coast with them waiting for everything on the West Coast. So it wasn't that late there, but it was late enough here that we missed some of um, these announcements when they just happened. Good old 7 p.m. Eastern. That's the cutoff time for you, huh? That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie now. You can't make that joke okay, anymore. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. It's daylight savings time. You stupid. Um, so our number one in our top three is that one... Habib officially retires, which just means Dana finally acknowledged that Habib said he retired and was not coming back. But now that Dana has officially acknowledged it, some super cool fights have been announced. First is Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira for the lightweight title. Yes. That, if you... If I remember correctly, so you definitely shouldn't remember. I think I said I wanted this to be the contender fight and the winner of this would fight Dustin for the title. Yes. I believe that's what I said, but these two were just coming in hot for the lightweight title because of that. Justin Gaethje totally got passed over and he didn't make a big deal about it, but he has no one to really fight anytime soon because now with Michael Chandler and Charles Oliveira fighting and potentially Dustin and Connor again, it feels like who's Justin going to fight? And then another fight that was recently announced was Tony Ferguson versus Benil Dariush. Let's go. That's going to be on the same card as Chandler Oliveira on May 15th, which is going to be an awesome pay-per-view. But so that's now six fighters like the top six fighters that justin gaethje can now can't fight so Mm. like i feel really badly for justin gaethje um and all he said was after hearing the news that he basically has no upcoming fight he had a really good practice and really good sparring session because he had a lot to let out okay at least he's not a jerk about it no Um, but he's gonna be i mean in the next couple months, he's going to find out exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, right? and like once we get winners of these fights, but still, yeah. um, it, it doesn't feel right. Um, also announced was Corey Sanhagen versus TJ Dillashaw on May 8th. I am, I mean... Tell the people, because they don't really know about TJ Dillashaw too much, I don't think. I mean, I would like to, to give as much detail as possible, so we'll talk more specifically about him you know when the fight is coming up and i shit all over him even more time but for TJ her new segment cheetah shaw is a fucking cheater piece of shit he thinks he's hot shit but one he's a traitor to a, his former gym and his former teammates and two he took epo to have better cardio against henry cejudo and his ass lost if you're gonna cheat at least win you fucking loser <laughs> we're not talking about it we hate you (laughs) the new segment i love it yeah uh but we also saw him get knocked out live so that was fun yes but we also saw him knock out cody live 
Look at that. That was not fun. Yeah. You've seen him fight twice. <laughs> and very expensive tickets. <laughs> so going back to Khabib for number two, even though it's not really about Khabib, well, whatever, yeah. For number two uh, of the top three. Tricky. It's about, yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple things I want to say. First, he's officially retired. Have you seen the side-by-side of him? Because you know he's had trouble making weight. No, is he a tubby? Your boy's a little tubs. No way. He's a little tubs. I mean, Mr. Terrorist himself. Oh, I have to look him up. He looks big. Yeah. Uh, Like fat, though, or just like. I mean, he's. Yeah. I mean, look at his dad's body. His 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 dad was like a. His face more than anything else. Because, you know, he'd always look really like sunken cheeks and stuff like that, trying to make the weight. Um, I think this is just what he naturally walks walks around that. Like he definitely looks big. Um, and also one other thing that I thought was really just cute and I wanted to share was like he when, when he interviewed about his retirement, he's like, I know every time I fight, I take life from my mother. Like a little bit of a language barrier, but also it's true. He's literally yeah. taking life from his mother. So he's like, I don't, that's why I can't not do it. So shouts out to that. But, uh, and Khabib's mom. But yeah. <laughs> Kevin Holland was basically, as we said earlier, getting wrestle fucked the whole fight for five rounds, which is why I am a firm believer that non-title fights don't have to be five rounds. Although sometimes it could right. be whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. But in between uh, rounds and specifically the first one when he had the most energy to do it after the first round, Kevin Holland was yelling at Khabib. (laughs) Now, think about this. This isn't a full arena. This is at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas. So it's super controlled. There's only super necessary people that are there. Plus Khabib as just a guest and and the goat, one of the goats of the sport, right? So Kevin Holland is yelling outside because they're allowed to have five cornermen if they're the main event. um, And he only only had four cornermen so he was saying that <laughs> he had an extra yeah because he goes i got an extra white sweatshirt for you because like his corner was wearing white sweatshirts and he's like i need your help i need your help <laughs> so the whole round in between the break in between the rounds was a minute and it, they were hitting the clappers for him to get up and to go back in Khabib's like turn around look yeah look you have, you have Derek Brunson right in front of you pay attention <laughs> so it was just really funny kevin holland is um Kevin Holland got famous or got attention last year by fighting five times in one year, as we mentioned, but also by constantly talking and constantly moving. A lot of people don't like it. They think he talks too much and he's doing all this stuff. But he's not rude. He's never talking. rude. Yeah. And also a lot of uh, some people were like, maybe if he spent all his time uh, training instead of talking, he would have done better against Eric Brunson. And then like people on Twitter had actually like good comebacks that had to be like, oh, you mean like what he was doing before when no one gave a fuck about him? But now right. because he's like <laughs> this weird kind of eccentric guy who's yelling at Khabib in between rounds saying like help me help me so uh that was just really funny worth calling out to everybody uh as the fight went on Khabib actually did start giving him some tips he's like you need to you need to use your hips brother yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was just like a feel good UFC it moment. was a feel good moment um for number three we will I guess it's half feel good and half you're going to lose because mm-hmm. I want us to pick who we want to win for the top three fights on over this a year Saturday's. and a half into doing this podcast. And now we decide to start doing picks. We've done, are you kidding? We've done picks before. <laughs> well, not years ago, last year, season 
seasons ago, in season one, I used to pick who I wanted to lose throughout a card, if you <laughs> yeah, recall. Yeah, we need to bring that back. We should, that, we should totally bring that back. But remember, I was like, oh, so bad at yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So you can go first, babe. Sean O'Malley versus... Thomas Almeida. Yeah, I didn't read through all the show notes, as you could tell. So Clearly. Uh, you yeah. already... Thomas Almeida. I got to go for it. Fine. Um, I'm going to... I don't... I'm not in I, love I, 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 with I, Sean O'Malley right now because of his stupid podcast and asking Casey Kenny if yeah. he would have sex with Megan Anderson, and both UFC fighters. Well... Yeah. Yeah, we um, talked about that. And so I'm not a huge supporter of him right now, but I'm not willing to abandon him in this error. So I'm going to root for Sean. Okay. Tyron versus Vicente Luque. Tricky. <laughs> tricky, actually. Super it's tricky. like, do you want to let the new let's say come in and hope Luke beats him and, and moves on. You know though, Luke has been around. Yeah, I know. New. Yeah. Less known is better than new because they have almost exactly the same number of fights. Or do you want Woodley to redeem himself and potentially make another run to be champ? Because he was a former champ, and we mustn't forget this. I know. I was. A, I was a big fan. I still am. I still am a fan of him as a person. Wait, and can you put in a little bit of his song here? Sure. So after this song came out. has only lost yeah i'm rooting for woodley okay uh i don't think he got it anymore i gotta go with luke i think he should retire all right let's get to the heavyweight main event title francis inganu against stipe miocic is a champ who you rooting for I am a fan. I am a fan, and I'm putting the flag in the line right now. <laughs> Combining all the sayings. I'm a fan of Francis Ngannou. I want Francis Ngannou to knock Stipe out. <gasps> knock him out! Knock him out. I knew you were going to say Francis because you were making a lot of eye contact as we're talking right now. Uh, now I see that your tears forming. I, I, my eyes are a little watery. Yeah. What the fuck do you want him to be knocked out for? Well, now I feel bad, but... <laughs> Whatever. Francis Ngannou and Stipe Miocic have fought in the past also for the title. Um, Francis Ngannou was sort of pushed and he probably shouldn't have fought for the title in 2018 against Stipe, but he did and he very clearly lost in a five-round decision. But since then, Francis has been on a tear and is very likable and a very Mm -hmm. nice man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. However, I want Stipe to win. Yeah. 
and you know I want Stipe to win. Yep. And not you couldn't just leave it at that you want Francis to win. You have to say you want Francis to knock Stipe out. Well, okay. Here's my reasoning. I think I said that because... Do you think your reasoning matters to me? It's the only, it's the only <laughs> way he's going to win. It's the only way he's going to win. Heartbreaking. <laughs> Let's go, Stipe, my... Croatian friend. This episode is brought to you by our girl Patty. It's your day, girl. 